Welcome to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. This is your host, Jenny Morrow. After 13 years as a marriage and family therapist and relationship coach, I am here to answer your questions and teach you what I know about the great masculine and feminine dance and how you can create the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet. Welcome, welcome, loyal podcast listeners. Some of you may have noticed that we have changed the name of the podcast. So if you are a subscriber, it should still just be popping up in your podcast feed. And if you're new to this podcast and you've listened before, but you haven't actually subscribed, you may notice that today I'm actually using a different name for the podcast. So we have decided to change the name of the podcast to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. And this has come about a month after taking a break, as well as it sort of circles back to the name, the original name of the podcast. So we've changed the name a few times and maybe we'll change it again. And it's interesting to circle back around and really be getting clear on what is the purpose of this podcast? Why am I here doing the podcast? Why are Bryce and I together here doing the podcast? What is it we're wanting to teach all of you? And what is it that is our main focus of this podcast? So over the last month, as I've been taking a break from the podcast and taking some time to really get clear on what it is that I want to be teaching and helping all of the listeners with, you know, when we decided to do the Ask a Relationship Coach, it was really to help emphasize the part that was about all of you, that we want to be answering your questions. And I've circled back around to to Advanced Relationship Podcast because even when we are answering listener questions, Everything we're going to be doing is focused on how do you better understand the great love affair, the great masculine and feminine dance that is at play in every single relationship, including your relationship to yourself, your relationship to your spouse or partner, your relationship to money, your relationship to health, your relationship to the community, to the world, to nature, to politics. Any relationship that you are engaged in is really a reflection of the great masculine and feminine dance. And we're going to be talking about how understanding that and being able to better tap into the power of that great love affair and integration of the masculine and feminine is really what will move you from a place of struggle to a place of harmony. So a relationship becomes an opportunity to literally become more empowered, more aware, more awake in your own life and in everything that you're doing and bringing to the world. So I'm really, really excited that we're coming back to this idea of advanced relationship. And for those of you who want to better understand the difference between a traditional relationship and and an advanced relationship, please go to our website. Go to www.advancedrelationshipacademy.com. Scroll down under the free web webinars just on the main homepage there, and you're going to see a webinar called Stop Feeling Anxious, Unloved, and Unseen in Your Relationship. And that's currently the one that I have up that will go through this difference between a traditional relationship and an, and an advanced relationship so that you can even begin to understand what it is we're talking about here. So make sure you go check out that new webinar. I I initially recorded it for a group of women, but it's the same webinar that I teach men as well. It's the same presentation that I use when I'm teaching both men and women. So if you're a man listening and you go and you check out that webinar and it alludes to women a couple of times, just know that that is because initially I recorded that webinar for a group of women. 
And what I'd love is for everyone to be able to go and check that out and start to better see the difference between a traditional relationship and an empowered or advanced relationship. And that's going to be what this whole podcast is going to be about, is diving in deeper into the details of what that actually looks like. So I'm feeling so, so excited to be here and to be able to do that. And the plan is that we're going to be getting more consistent. So watch for our weekly podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, go to iTunes or Stitcher, any of the major podcast players. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you are liking the podcast, be sure to leave a review. It helps people to find the podcast. It helps the podcast to grow and reach more people. And ultimately, what we are wanting to do is reach more and more people Because the more and more people in the world who are invested in creating advanced relationship in their own life, the more empowered the world in general becomes. So anytime someone out there invests in advanced relationship, it really does help all of us. So be sure to um, spread the word. If you know someone who could use some relationship support, share the podcast, get on, leave a review, and we are going to be recording a podcast at least weekly. And also, if you want to be involved in our community, go to Facebook and just type in Advanced Relationship Podcast Community and join our Facebook group. That's where we're going to be doing our Facebook Lives and also just keeping in touch and growing a community where you can show up, you can ask questions, you can be a part of discussions in real time. I think that's it as far as announcements. So Bryce is going to be joining me here in just a moment and we are going to be answering a listener question. Okay, Bryce has joined me to help me in answering this question. Thanks for coming on, yeah, Bryce. It's good to be here, Jen. So we're just going to go ahead and dive in, and I'll read the question, and okay. then we'll just go through it. That's good. Okay. So the listener says, he says, I found myself in past holding back on more open communication with my spouse. When I realized my reluctance to communicate on some things, especially ideas... I noticed that I wanted more encouragement and support than what my spouse would offer. I'm a riskier taker, meaning like I take more risks, and I'm more anxious to explore new adventures that would definitely require change. My spouse was more risk averse and not as anxious to change comfortable situations. Rather than keeping my ideas, many harebrained to myself, do you have any suggestions for ways I might better communicate? openly and less fearfully. I mean, I have some stuff popping up with this idea of being a risk taker versus being the one who's more risk averse. So I would, I'd love to explore that first unless anything else is popping up from your end. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I think that it's easy to see ourselves as one way, like either we're more flexible or we're more relaxed. We may take on some kind of an identity, like I'm the funny person or whatever, but then you get into a partnership and you might especially notice the contrast between different qualities. So like between risk and um, like safety or maybe like freedom and safety, which we've talked a lot about in our relationship. So I think it's easy to see ourselves as having a certain quality and like using that quality to create an identity for who we are. And a partnership can actually, I think at times, like reinforce that identity we've created for ourselves and there's nothing wrong with it but sometimes I think when we look at questions like this it's interesting for me to look at where could there actually be a mirror so that the two of you could actually understand each other better yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what do you mean by that so I was thinking I could use an example from our relationship 
Yeah. Yeah. Does that feel okay to take it into yeah, our definitely. relationship? Okay. So I think about Bryce and I, and I would say in general, would you see you as the riskier taker in our relationship? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is true in some ways, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be more likely to take a risk physically with my own safety. And I might be more risky as far as going for making big financial decisions. Mm-hmm. You're just going for it, not putting as much thought into it. So it might look like I'm more risky. Mm-hmm. And to a lot of people, Bryce would appear to be the one who's the riskier taker. Um, I think just from your past, that even shows up in your identity where you did mixed martial arts, you know, you'd step into a cage where you could get punched. So you just, yeah, you were more of, you were more prone to take physical risks, especially. Right. But, and then now I can see in a relationship, I would be more likely to hang out in the comfortable space emotionally Mm -hmm. and not take risks with the relationship and really diving in and getting vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. So that feels helpful to hear. So, cause that's the area where I feel a lot more comfortable and, sort of there's a natural ease there for me so it's easier for me to be a riskier taker emotionally and so Bryce and I have had to balance that out a bit right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I, I know for me there can be and I've it's softened a lot but there used to be a lot more judgment towards you around the risks that you didn't want to take that I was willing to take and that's where we'd have conflict and I think as I've been able to see the places where maybe you're more likely to take risks and I'm not. I have more compassion for you when you're in that place of not wanting to, to take risks. Totally. Yeah. So, and that might help you in your communication with your partner because if you're believing that you're just the one way and your partner's the other, then you're always polarized. But if you're able to say, okay, wait a minute, where in our relationship am I the riskier taker and where is my partner actually the riskier taker? It could be emotionally. It could be in their mind. Maybe they're riskier with ideas. They're willing to think outside the box more with certain types of topics. It could be, um, what would be other areas? I'm trying to think of other areas where people might be risk takers. Yeah, I mean, there's emotionally, physically, mentally. Spiritually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. So yeah, I think that would be, those would be kind of the areas to look at. Who's who's the riskier taker in those areas? Mm Mm-hmm. Who's willing to go outside of of the box a little bit more and step out of the comfort zone. Maybe being able to have conversations there. And then from there, being able to say, well, what is it I want for my partner? If there's areas where I feel more comfortable taking risks and they don't, what is it I need from them? So, because there's nothing wrong with having a, quote, harebrained idea. But what is that? Is, is that idea coming forward because there's a need and a desire there? There's a dream underneath that harebrained idea that does need to, to get attention and be seen and be attended to? Or is it that you're just wanting to get support from your partner in some way? Yeah. Yeah, because I find a lot of times it's I'm thinking that I need you to agree with me on something because I'm, I'm the one who will throw out probably crazier ideas and I've realized over time that a lot of times I just want you to hear me in my anxiety about something I'm trying to make feel better and usually if you're able to really stay with me and hear me I can calm down a bit and and get to this place that's usually more of a middle ground where hey yeah actually that maybe I want to do that but really I'm just kind of I'm anxious about money right now or I really have this amazing idea that I'm having trouble tapping into the desire here and finding out what's real and what I really want. 
So most of all, I usually want to be heard and seen. Yes. And if I'm believing that Bryce wants me to like agree with him on the idea, or if I'm believing that he needs me to like give him permission, like a parent child, like give him permission to do his idea. If I'm believing something like that, or if I'm believing I need to do it with him, or if I'm believing he's for sure going to go do this and that could impact our relationship, you know, anytime I get stuck there, then it is harder for me to stay present with him. And so I like how you identified that sometimes the reason you bring up like maybe a kind of crazy idea isn't even necessarily because you want to do it. You might, you might not, but there's some desire there that needs to get attended to. And sometimes it's underneath a pile of anxiety. Right. Yeah. And this is tying into how do you approach what's the, any suggestions on better ways to communicate. I've had to learn to be more open about and honest about what I really want here. So I might tell Jenny sometimes like, yeah, will you just hear me out? I just want to like um, bounce some ideas off you. And I'm not saying that I'm trying to do them right now, but there's just something here that I want to explore. And do you feel like that's helped as you've been able to like say that to me? Oh, totally. Because I think underlying it sometimes is like through my anxiety and not knowing what I really wanted, I would project on you that I actually wanted you to agree with me. Mm -hmm. And if you don't agree with me, that's where we're not going to go far from there. Yeah, that's it's going to bring up some some conflict that's unresolvable versus like you really can fulfill this desire I have to just be heard and seen. That's a reasonable expectation, but I can't if the expectation is for you to agree with me, that might not happen. Yes, and then we both get anxious and Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but it does take some work. It takes some slowing down, I think, to get to that place mm-hmm. to to really realize what what I'm wanting there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is a real desire that I have that's you know, a nine or 10 out of 10 where it's it's like, no, I really want this to happen. And I don't know what has to happen with our relationship or with, with our our time or with our money, but like really want this to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's an evolution going from that big desire to whatever the outcome is. And it takes multiple conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'd even say, and we can edit this part out if you don't, if you're not okay with it, but I was just thinking about even coming into this podcast today and kind of getting into some conflict together about it. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, totally. I think when I was able to see your desire that I thought you just wanted to do a podcast and when I could see that you actually wanted to do the podcast with me and then I was able to see the story that I had, which is I need to come on here and be a certain way in the podcast, be really excited about it, even though, you know, I sometimes get anxious to do these podcasts. And I was able to see, hey, I can be here in a supportive role. I don't have to come in and be an expert on on every topic that we bring up. Um, I'm like, oh, I can totally do that. Yes. And that just felt so relieving for me because I didn't need that. Like that was the thing I I wanted. And I maybe didn't even know how to know that in myself, but it just felt like, oh, it felt really, really good. (laughs) So in a way, it's kind of like, I can be a bit riskier of a taker with things like this. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you'll do public speaking gigs, and I've joined before, but it's way scarier for me. Yeah. And I'd be more likely to not do it at all if it was just me. Yes. And so to have Bryce step in and say, oh, I can be there to support you and come from that space and just be me who I am and not have to be any different and, and be there to support you felt really good. Yeah, and the benefit is it does push me out of my comfort zone too at the same time. Like I I can stand back and really judge your desires as being you're too needy, you're high maintenance. Um, But most of the time when I'm able to get in touch with 
with my own fear there and move through some of these, I, I realized that it actually helps me grow. Whether or not you're being neat or high maintenance, because you might be sometimes, mm-hmm. it is. it does help me push past my comfort zones. Yeah, I love it. And it's, you know, again, it goes both ways. So Bryce may sometimes want to get out and do something that I feel scared of, which has been very true in the past, or just things where I'm like, I can just be comfortable at home and Bryce wants to get out and do an adventure or something. Yeah, travel. (laughs) Travel, yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes it helps me to remember, oh, this doesn't have to be the thing I would do on my own. This isn't the type of risk that I feel drawn to. And like, how can I just be me and show up and sometimes be be the quote support, even though we're both in it together. Yeah. And I'm also thinking about when there are things where there is a decision that needs to be made, because I'm seeing the last part of the question, how to communicate openly and less fearfully. Mm. And I think there's actually, I would turn that around a bit and say that I don't know that if you're feeling fear, you can communicate less fearfully, but you definitely can communicate the fear and that can be really softening and really opening to just share I feel scared saying this and I've been holding this in and my fear is ABC that like you'll reject this or you'll get angry or it won't happen and I'm noticing I really want this. Yeah, because I would say we do that too. Like sometimes we'll actually say I'm noticing I'm feeling scared to share this. Yeah, because that's a place you can get really stuck if you're like I have to be not scared in order to share but you're continually scared then the move can be to stuff the desire. Yes. Yep. And sometimes the fear is so valid, right? So sometimes I'm like, I feel scared to share this. I feel afraid that maybe it'll be misunderstood. And that might be really valid because it might be that Bryce can't understand it yet. And part of that fear might be because I don't really deeply understand my own desires sometimes. So being able to acknowledge the fear and then also know that it's okay if the fear on some level plays out a bit. It doesn't mean that you can't you can't stay with it and get to a place that feels good for both of you. Yeah, and there's different layers of openness. Like just because you're sharing about all the content and reasons why you want something, that might be true. But what's more true or more vulnerable might be a few layers down, which is the usually the emotional experience. That you feel scared or you feel trapped or you feel angry or you feel frustrated, whatever it is. Or the, or the positive sides of those. You feel hope. You feel this longing for freedom. You're seeing these possibilities. So, yep, it could come from either side. Yeah. So keep practicing letting your relationship be a place where you see that, that you're both sides of every coin. You're a risk taker and you're risk averse. Practicing where those differences are. And then practice owning your fear. And your desires. And your desires. Yeah. Yeah, and you can do it openly. I mean... Usually most things can be communicated within a few sentences. So that's a challenge that I give a lot of people when I'm working with couples is they'll have this long story about what they want and why they want it and they need to give all this content. They think they do because they're anxious about it. Sometimes it's as simple as like, I'm just realizing that I'm really scared to tell you that I want this. And you'll know that that's what it is because it'll just feel true. You can use your own body to, to tap in there, your heart. Does this feel true? Yeah, and that's one thing Bryce has really been learning through. He's been doing a, an intensive relationship coach training the last two years, actually, and he's about to graduate the second year of relationship coach training. And I think that's one thing you've really learned a lot about that I've loved, 
getting in our relationship, and I think one thing you do really well with couples is helping them practice those communication skills, like those details. So um, do you want to tell people where they can find you? If they're interested yeah, I have in my own support? website. It's B-R-Y-C-E-B-A-U-E-R.com. I do men's groups. I do relationship coaching. And I have a special right now for the next couple of weeks, 50% off. But you can find all that on my website. Yep. So you can actually find, if you go to advancedrelationshipacademy.com, you'll see a little bit of info about both of us. But yeah, Bryce runs his own stuff on his website. And you can go there to get info about some of the extra stuff he does. Yeah. So that's very cool, Bryce. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Jen. Yeah, that felt really good. Thank you to the question asker for letting us share that question with the world. And I hope that it's helpful for some people. And we will be back here again soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye.